Welcome to the Beauties Podcast, where we talk about everything you need to know about women's sports. From the grassroots to the pros, we got it all. Today on the show, we talk about women signing million-dollar contracts and how this will progress women's sports. Here are your hosts, Addie and Cowie. Oh, episode 11 at the sports desk here. Super like pumped about this week. But how was your weekend, Cowie? I just returned from a girl's weekend, which is always, it fills your soul for sure. Lots of laughs. I need a detox, but uh, it was great. Yeah, I had, it was a nice uh, little reboot. So it was good. How about yours? It was good. Lots of Olympics. Yeah, lots we did that too. Of, that was, lots of Olympics. That was the nice part. We streamed it from my phone to the TV in the in the cabin. So, you know, eight or nine of us huddled around watching sports. It was fun. I wonder if there's anybody that lives like outside of Canada that would consider renting a cabin in winter. A cabin where you have to follow a chicken trail to an outhouse. Oh, yep. that's a cab. Like that's a cabin. Yeah, I mean, there you was know? a bathroom, but there's only one bathroom. <laughs> and when there's that many and everyone's kind of hung over, you just... Tough Go to the, the outhouse. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up to the trail. Yeah, freeze your buns a little, but <laughs> that's <laughs> nicer for everyone else. That's real. What'd you drink? What'd you, you drink to uh, stay warm out there? Yeah, so we had some local craft brews for a bit, and then um, I got it into it's called Whiskey Jack. Whiskey. Oh. Yeah, it's a nice winter drink. It's uh, kind of tastes a bit like apple cider. So got into a little bit of that. That had is. some gin. I don't know. It's, you know, yeah. one of those. One of those. Whatever just... was closest <laughs> to my hand. <laughs> What's in my wings van right yeah. now? Because I love that drink. Yeah. Um, no Mai Tais. Pink Whitney, though. A little Pink Wit. Yeah. That's always nice. Yeah. Mai Tais. We're going to do it. We are literally. <laughs> I know. We're going to show up to a pro sporting event next year. <laughs> and order a Mai Tai. And order a Mai Tai. Excuse me. I don't want your beer, Mr. Mm. Baseball Salesman. <laughs> Do you guys make a Mai Tai? How mean is your Mai Tai? <laughs> I'll get a Mai Tai and a popcorn helmet. <laughs> I would I would do pretty much anything for a Mai Tai. Courtside, just sipping Courtside on Courtside Mai Tai. Courtside Does it come Mai with tai. an umbrella? It has to. Must. It has to. So we're getting a bucket list going here. Yeah, anyways. Oh, um, good week. Yeah, that's awesome. And I opened up some wine doing a... Instagram live one night. Yeah, I was like, you know it. let's go. Let's have a live. Well, let's have some wine in it. Why not? Why not? Why, Why, not? Why not? Let's get in there. Yeah. So that was super fun. Those have been, the lives have been tons of fun. Yeah. And we talked about what I posted on social media this week. And I, that's one of the things I said, right? Is it's been fun to get comfortable being uncomfortable with you. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. I only was able to join you for one live. So thanks for doing all of those. But yeah, it's, a learning curve for me and you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've never, if for all the people that know me, this is the most I've ever been on social media. Yeah. I forgot my she had social life. media until this. When I leave a room, I die because I don't post anything. I don't, <laughs> when people, when I'm not in a room with you, I am not posting anything. But yeah. for beauty sports, no question. And it has been exciting to like actually follow the athletes through the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I, Try to do my best every year, but this year I've obviously been a little bit more yeah, OCD sure. yeah, about uh, it. For sure. And like mixed curling has been mm-hmm. unbelievable. Did you see Canada play Australia last night? Mm-hmm. Is that not maybe one of the greatest games I've ever seen? Down seven bagel, come back. But that, like that's the mixed what? doubles though, right? And that was it's even when you watched like through it's it's an entirely different strategy of curling. Because it's not unusual to steal three, steal four. Like, it's, it, I don't know. That's why I think mixed doubles is so thrilling to yeah. watch. Yeah, and that's, the way I kind of relate it is, like, when five-on-five five hockey goes to three-on-three. Three. Yeah, like 100%. It's like, that's, a good, it's that's a good analogy. Like, the four-on-four yeah. four that's going to be starting up soon, right? It's, like, the standard. And then it's, like, now let's put it into overdrive. Yeah, yeah. And high so, offense. Yeah, so for... That last shot for home, and that's a tough one. But they battled, man, mm-hmm. did they battle? So the battle of the Titans is Canada versus Italy. That's going to be coming up on the seventh, which is going to be 
wild. That was my thing yesterday, which you've done a better job than I have of following the Olympics. Like they do have on the website where you can toggle into away from Beijing time and into your own time mm-hmm. zone. Yeah. But also makes that confusing because then when you're on today, everything's done because it's tomorrow there, but we're in our time zone. I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard. And that's that was one of the reasons from switching the lives from 11 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Yeah. Because there's some things that, like for um, women's slope style, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I had it written down as something to let people know about for the following day, yeah, it was happening during the live because it, that's their time there. Yeah. So it was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. you kind of have to always readjust and keep people up to date. But it's been like the slope style was unreal, Australian one. So it was, and they went big. Yeah, they, yeah, big they, time big. They went big time big. I loved it. I loved yeah, that event. A five-point so. win over the next closest person, I think. Yeah. 92.88. Yeah. Well, yeah. 87 something. Which is which is crazy. <clears throat> so, yeah, the Olympics has been fun. If you have not, we do a face, uh, Facebook and Instagram live every single night at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And it's just a... Talk about what's been going on specifically with the women at the Olympics, keeping everybody up to date with scores, key matches, because I know everybody can't watch everything. So if there's certain matches or certain people you want to watch, we go over it all and keep you up to date. So tune into that. It happens literally every single night Yeah, for the duration of the Olympics. I did make a note in my phone this week, and I don't remember where I heard it, but this year there's 106 women in our Canadian mm-hmm. That's the most ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the, and we broke the record in summer Olympics as well. I love that. We broke it in in summer Olympics and now heading into winter Olympics. Good. 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 Right track. Thinking of a lot of (laughs) other things on the right track too, because it was, it as much as the Olympics has obviously dominated a Mm -hmm. lot of the sports media talk, there has been huge moves in a lot of other leagues mm-hmm. and another and a huge announcement with the WNBA is the 75 million mm-hmm. million dollar commitment mm-hmm. back into the league as well as signing Nike as a major sponsor true, yeah yeah an investor like what some money flowing finally finally getting getting it kind of well not kind of like these women are making good money or have opportunities to make, yeah, yeah. actual yeah. actual money. The WNBA, and it's it's so interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, with the free agency and, and all of that, because it really put into perspective, because they couldn't sign anything until February 1st, and then it was the, they, there's a reason they call it free agency frenzy, right? Oh, it was, it was trying to keep track of, because everybody is an insider on Twitter. Right, like oh, yeah. everybody's an insider. Yeah. Everybody knows what's going on. So trying to find those key people to, that actually are like in the trenches of it all and mm-hmm. following them. This must have just been the craziest month for them because for sure there was rumors of uh, European leagues mm-hmm. paying the women more to sit out a WNBA season mm-hmm. to go play for them, and it's like okay, well, if you're gonna make you know, 250,000 playing in the WNBA, or they're going to pay you 500,000 to not play. Yeah, to travel and hang out for you. It's a very interesting dynamic. (laughs) But there was a lot of, you know, once February 1st hit, a lot of key signings that were expected. Sylvia Fowles back with the Lynx, Stuart, Lloyd, and uh, Bird in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Um, Asia Wilson stayed in Vegas. They yep. would have done everything they could to keep her. <laughs> <laughs> you assume. Everything to keep her. Um, John Quell Jones resigning in Connecticut. Uh, Mercedes Russell uh, resigning in Seattle. So they've got a really good core. Uh, Clea Copper resigning in Chicago. So like a lot of really key people that you're wanting to keep. Yep. Um, you know, like they're they're creating their foundations, right? Yep. There has been some movement, though. Like, oh yeah, as much as there's been stable, consistency resignings. Yep, there has been some big key movement. Yeah, you're one of which being Diamond to Shields. I know that one shocked me. me honestly, too. that one really, really shocked me. 
And I think you made a good point before we hit record today, just in the, in the coaching changes that, that have happened. And last week us talking about Sandy Brundello and uh, Vanessa Nygaard. And it's like, you really, um, we talked about the Chicago sky and why you wouldn't want to stay there, but it has been a lot of uneasy ground for them after becoming a championship team. And I think it's, I, I think you're right. There is a lot of credit due to coaching staff in new organizations. Yeah. Because if you looked at what Candace Parker was thinking she was walking into with the Chicago Sky organization. She was the glue mm-hmm. that was going to bring everybody together for that leadership piece to get the championship. They got it. Mm-hmm. And mass exit. Mass. And, we, and we've talked about that um, as well, too. Like, generally, when free agency happens, it's not like the whole starting lineup is in question. It's like, no. okay, maybe one, maybe two. Like, not, not. Vandersloot, Quigley, yeah. uh, Shields, uh, Dolson's Dolson, gone. Yeah, like where where did this feeling Some of disconnect and, somewhere? And so obviously Chicago's thinking, okay, this is where we sign Clea Copper. Mm-hmm. She was an absolute. Well, she was MVP of the WNBA championship. So it's like we're going to keep her. Yeah, we're going to keep her, and let's now move all these other pieces. And I think there was a little bit of, okay, what. Where do you feel I fit? Because Courtney Vandersloot owned, mm-hmm. owned, and then Quigley wins the three-point, um, sh- the competition in the middle of the All-Star game against yeah. Jonquil Jones. So yep. you've got the league MVP. You've got somebody that's a shooter like Allie Quigley who can beat her and did beat her one-on-one in that competition. And then it's like, well, we don't know <laughs> where you fit. It's like, well, I'm a shooter. Yeah. And that's... That's where I fit. But also it, I fit last year. Like that's fit, always the confusing that's, part to me. But I fit last year, but now you're not sure where I might fit. So it's it's very interesting as Stephanie Dolson has now moved on to um, Liberty, Liberty yeah. signing a two-year deal with them. Called it. Yeah, we called you, it. Yeah, yeah. We called it. And so it's not yeah. a mile away. She's from there. Yeah. Um, I just feel like she had this connection with Sandy Brondello, coaching a player like Brittany Griner. Yeah. I feel like that was a big piece of the decision. Yeah. I could be wrong, but all in all, she signs there on a two-year deal. Then we hear Diamond DeShield heads over to yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix. I know. Heads over to Phoenix. So you got to give Vanessa Nygaard credit. Hugely. Hugely, gotta hugely. got to give her credit. Like, holy man, has she been, like, she's putting in the work. And she's stacking a roster. Yeah. And she is stacking <laughs> like, a roster. And it was funny because there was a there's a guy on Twitter and all he wrote was WNBA winners. And it was Liberty and Phoenix, losers, Atlanta and Indiana. Uh, yeah. And I was like, he's not wrong, wrong yeah. though. You know, it's bold. It's yeah. like a very blunt statement. That's a very that, Twitter like, statement. That's though. a Twitter <laughs> statement. That's right. The thing but, you can say behind your keyboard. Yeah, exactly. But it's, I, you but can't. Hard to argue with that lineup that he's put, or uh, Vanessa's putting together in Phoenix. Like it, he's well, not wrong. Well, if you look at, and they just signed Kia Nurse yeah, as well. So it's, yeah, it's, it's just. Brittany, uh, Brittany Griner, Diana Taurasi, Skylar Diggett-Smith, Diamond DeShields, and Kia Nurse. Yeah. Okay. Um, win. Yeah. Win. You're just yeah. winning all the time. So that, uh. That for me, I'm a huge Diamond Shields fan as well. So for her moving, um, that that is something very interesting because I thought that she like they just did a really good thing going in Chicago. So I think that's why we always keep coming back to that kind of conversation. Is that has been the biggest maybe shock of mm-hmm. the the free agency is like why is this team that was just like clicking along, deciding to make all these moves, right? So it does look like Vandersloot and Allie Quigley are in works to come to an agreement with Chicago to stay. Yeah. Because they were the ones that were being tempted, I think, to take these big contracts to go over and sit out a year and go to Europe. Yeah. I think at that point, you have to think, what's what's bigger here? Is it taking $100,000 more and sitting out a year, or is it, Staying in the league and growing, right? 
Yeah, and I think part of the decision that they have to make, unfortunately, is to prove a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, we saw that through social media that Courtney Vandersloot was very, they were outward, oh, oh, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. open and honest. They were outward forward with that of feeling disrespected by the offer that the Chicago Sky originally made them. And so I think, unfortunately, as much as you want to stay and build and do the right things to continue, and they don't, like, maybe they do want to go overseas. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But that's part of it. Is yeah. I got a whole, And I think really cool, and there's some examples this week of people maybe being too outward on some of their thoughts and emotions, but it's about time that someone just stands up and says how yep. it feels and that, <laughs> to be wronged or feel wronged. Yeah, yeah. And, to, and to know that... Well, I'm. We're segueing very nicely mm-hmm. right now into the Liz Cambage, Becky Hammond yeah. stuff that's going on, and you're right. Like, how many times have you seen somebody step up and go, "I am worth more" yeah. in the men's side? And yeah. so Liz Cambage is saying, Becky Hammond, her her salary has not been released, but it is known to be north of a million dollars. Which yeah. it's like, we have to give kudos to that. We have to yeah. like. We are now seeing contracts in women's sports north of a million dollars. And we're going to get into that a little bit later in the WSL as well. But it's, we're now seeing it more north, which is very positive. Very, very positive. Mm -hmm. In any other sports league though, and which makes women's sports very unique is the players get paid more than the coaches. Mm Mm-hmm. So now to see that in reverse shows that we're heading in the right direction, but it's just taking this uneven kilter because what was a bigger story this year than Becky Hammond moving from the NBA to the WNBA? Yeah, there There wasn't one. It was the biggest move and it brought so much back to the WNBA. Yeah. It's a super positive thing. She's making money. She's not going to leave. This isn't a one. Yeah. She signed for five years or whatever. It's not, it's not like yeah. she's making good money. It's not about that anymore. Now it's about the growth and development of the WNBA. Mm-hmm. But Liz Cambage. Yeah, I get. And I, I found it interesting for her to be that. I don't think it's a slam of Becky Hammond. I d- but it looked that way, which is yeah. the part I didn't enjoy about it. I think it's a slam of the system, right? In that a coach comes in and makes, yeah, three times, four times a lot of the salaries that women are getting. Right. It That's the part I didn't enjoy. Is it, it appeared very much of like a spite like against this. Becky Hammond. And it's like, I think what that what needed to happen or what needs to happen now too is maybe a, a recognition of that from her Becky Hammond and saying, I'm helping build this. There's a reason I fought for a million dollar contract. It's so you can next time. Yeah. We're in, we're allies. Yeah. We are together. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. So every time we talk about women now signing massive, you know, massive paychecks, there's always going to be like with money comes tension because everybody values mm-hmm. themselves based off of money and their contract and stuff like that. That's yep. From the beginning of time. Yeah. But it, it's to take a step back and be like, okay, so now there's a million dollars in the WNBA. Yeah, there's, a, there's room to grow. There's clearly. room to, if we keep progressing, there's a $75 million commitment for capital. Yeah, and if you have the raise. people like Vandersloot who say, disrespectful offer. Yeah. Let's go. Let's I'm out if you don't get wherever you, you know, whatever that line was. Yeah, we're here to work together. And but now at the I end think of the that, day, yeah, they can all start to do that. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, like Liz Cambage has decided, well, verbally, mm-hmm. you know, to move on to LA Sparks. <laughs> the she eye went- roll. You guys can't see the eye <laughs> roll. <but laughs> well, on YouTube, you can. Yeah, the, Maybe. Uh, yeah, um, you know, but the, so she's gone to LA and they did say that as of now, she, after this kind of push, her like, star-studded value has gone up you know like she is just in here she's a very valuable player she's here to make money she's Mm -hmm. here to live a big life so they did say like at the end of the day it was very positive for Liz Cambage yeah I just wish it 
like exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's not, it's not it okay. Well, I'm Liz Cambage and you're Becky Hammond and whatever. Yeah. It did. It looked it like looked they were personal. trying to pin them against each other, yeah. which I don't think it was either. Yeah, and media can always do a great job of making us think. Yeah. And the last thing we need is more women versus women. Like let's yeah. we're growing the thing. We're not yeah. again we're growing it. Yeah, you and I have talked a lot about that. And like we've we've this is not relevant really to what we were talking about. But we've talked about it a ton with um directionally of beauties and and you know where we see just in general in gaps in women's sports and and we've talked about it from the perspective of there's lots of other women trying to do things that we're doing. Yeah. And when I've talked about it in some, you know, groups of of people and friends, it's well, you don't want to like so what I'm talking about is like we we know of like Just Women Sports podcast. We've talked about it on here before. Right. The Noxie and Cax show. Right. Highlighting PWHPA players. If you guys are looking for more things to fill your ears, the Noxie and Cax show is sponsored in part or in partnership with the PWHPA. Or you get to know women's hockey players. You get to know the That's players. That's the whole and the premise of the show is is uncovering the human of the hockey player and and bringing that to the forefront. And some people have said, you know, why would you bring that up? Why would you talk about that on your show? Because that's the freaking point, people. Because that's the point. <laughs> that's what we're trying that's to do That's exactly here. what we're trying to do is that I think there's enough room in your day to listen, listen to Addie and I talk. And I think there's value and, and we're in a segment. And then there's other women who are trying to do a lot of the same thing that things that we're doing and they deserve to be talked about. And it's the same freaking thing. So to pin or look like it's pinning Liz Cambage against Becky Hammond drives me a bit nuts. Yeah. And I want to hope, I want to hope that that's not what it is, that it is now setting up women to prop each other up. Yeah. And fight for what they deserve. And it's, it continues on with the conversation of like women being in this space that there's only room for one. Like (laughs) that needs to go. There can only be one assistant women's coach in the NBA. There can only be one women's podcast. There can only be not a chance. Like you're right. Like there's so many other podcasts that are doing incredible things to promote women's sports, to get it to the point where they're going. We all have space. Yeah. We all have space. Let's and we, do it together, let's man. Let's do it. What's the... Yeah, I know. So and, yeah. really, yeah, no, that's that's the exact same thing because it's a great analogy because I feel like that's... I say it over and over. You hope you hope it's not a, a personal thing and you just hope that it's, yeah. you know, just whatever. Because not great, but... even even with looking at what happened with the WNBA moving over to the NWSL, big, big movement there as the CBA has been agreed upon yeah. finally for these women to like be protected, um, be a legitimate league. Be like, able be, to fight be, for their own rights. Yeah, the, the, the fact that that was, I guess, probably one of the biggest shocks to me is that there isn't, a, there wasn't. In, so in, uh, I think going into the 11th year of the NWSL, we now have a CBA. Yeah, I know. And a C- like, okay, so a lot of people might associate a CBA with sports. A CBA is is a legally binding contract be- between an employer and its employees, and it allows you to, yeah, to fight for what is uh, right. legally deserved. Yeah, and have a standard. Yeah, and so and, the and- fact that for ten years. They didn't have anything. You think about the amount of talent that is in that league, and they were not, quote-unquote, legally protected no. for those years. Ashlyn Harris, Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. Like, these women were talking at the freaking White House, Yep, and they didn't have a CBA in the NWSL. The, the fact that five coaches, last male coaches last year, were released for questionable conduct and, you know, yeah. lots of bad things— yeah I, I mean know. I guess now is the time because it, it because <laughs> you, you survive a year like that and you literally survive a year like that yeah collectively absolutely and carry on huge news it's absolutely it's, I just it's it's a long it's time now. coming it's crazy it's a lot it's it should have been you're right years and years ago but now with now with women coming into the league it just it just brings up so many questions because now not questions, but it answers a lot of questions mm-hmm. because 
do, and this is going to be an exciting because it opens up a whole new world. Like now women need to get agents. Mm-hmm. Now women need, yeah. if they want to pursue this at a professional mm-hmm. level, like a lot of them have, mm-hmm. it's not just like a send yourself out there, be good and see what happens. You get an agent, you get these things in place, you yeah. start to, you know, and now it becomes numbers because how could, how could somebody put up, you know, 10 goals in a season mm-hmm. and then you know what she's making and you put up 15. Well, now there's that standard of, okay, well, my value's there. Yeah. How can I not be in that same category? So I think it's super positive alongside Trinity Rodman. Yeah. So that's, that's also that's also a big deal. $1.1 million contract mm-hmm. signed to the Washington Spirit. Trinity Rodman, first ever woman to put pen to paper mm-hmm. for a million dollar contract. Yeah. So it's a it's not a million dollars annually. It's a yeah. million dollars. One point one over four years. So two hundred and seventy-five K a year. Not that I don't want to downplay that. That's still um, a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and all things considering the fact that her annual salary will be almost four times the league maximum <laughs> because of allocation dollars. Like it, that's where it gets confusing to me where we yep. see, where we're used to male sports that have a salary cap and you get to, as you know, g- general manager or whoever in that kind of like leadership executive suite. Mm-hmm decide how they it's like having one big pie and how many slices do we make yeah and we we went back and forth on that when they were going through the expansion draft in san diego tossed you know two picks to the side because they knew in the background what they were going to get is more an allocation money and 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 wasn't that offered us some clarity the other day when we were talking because when we started on that you're right because it was like i don't understand yeah. We were like, we were like, okay, we need to do some research. Why are you passing up players for like, what does allocation money mean? So it's money allocated to teams by the league. And obviously you can, can, you can also trade that allocation money and how impactful. Yeah. <laughs> because this contract is essentially propped by 90% allocation money. Yeah. Which, which makes the NWSL so unique. It like is. It, it is super unique. I also wondered, like, for being a nineteen-year-old, um, again, this kind of goes back to that Liz Cambage, Becky Hammond thing, in a, in a way of like, I really hope that people see the future, future. Yeah. of what that now allows. Yeah, I talked about it in a previous episode. Like, remember when Mike Babcock took that contract yeah. with the Leafs, and it set a new standard for NHL coaches. Yeah. And this, like, I just hope because otherwise, I mean, that's a lot of weight for a 19-year-old to carry. Oh, could you imagine you're walking into the room and you play for the Washington Spirit. So even just looking around, like Kelly O'Hara seems yeah. like an incredible person. Doesn't she? An, an incredible person. And to go back to what we were talking about of women lifting women, she's yeah. the host of the Just Women Sports podcast. Yeah. She brings on the biggest Names. Biggest names in women's sports. Yeah, everyone she is from like Chloe Kim, snowboarder. Hillary Knight. To, yeah, and, Nellie Corda. Yeah, she's talked to some people. we don't have access to. <laughs> Lots of cool people. Yeah. But so she's in that room. So she's clearly established. She's been to the Olympics. She's yeah. done all these things. For sure. And you have Trinity Rodman walk yeah. into the room. And, and so I do agree that there needs to be a level of maturity happening here on both sides of the coin because... At that same time, Trinity Rodman has an agent who represents her. Yeah. Trinity Rodman wasn't in there saying, hey, everybody. I, I, I made a napkin contract yeah. sign here. <laughs> so <laughs> at the bar and this is what I want. Yeah. You know, she had people going to bat for her yeah. saying, no, no, no. This is what she's done. This is what she's worth. And they said, okay, you're right. Yeah. So I, there's so many positives on this side where it's like, I get, I, this is where it needs to go. And this is the mm-hmm. same thing. And we actually, um, my family are talking about back, back, back in the day when it came out that um, Gordie Howe was being yeah. grossly underpaid, mm-hmm. but nobody knew. Yep. So guys that were like fourth line bangers were making however much was big, big yeah, back in the day, like yeah. 15 grand. And he was making nine Yeah. and he was the face and he was the star. So as soon as he found that out, Yep. That's when that's when hockey began to change. Yeah, power so this, and knowledge. So as much as people may be thinking, okay, whatever, we ha- like have to remember that this is pushing this in the right direction. It's just going to take a little bit of a period to 
even things out a bit. Yeah, for sure. And I and you know, we've also talked about so Trinity Rodman, son of son, daughter of Dennis Rodman, who and people will take that and spin it both ways mm-hmm. of the privilege of being the daughter of a of a former athlete who comes along with a lot of resources. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, finance, well, financial privilege and access to things like agents, agents. And, and that and whatnot. Yeah. And then uh, in my head, it's like cool. I, and I, sadly, we say it all the time. It's not what you know; it's who you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if she can, if that's what it takes, like if that's been the missing link, is we need someone who's connected enough to make it happen once. Right. Who gives a hoot? Yeah. No, cool. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Trinity, for let's, being an absolute freaking monster on the yeah. bitch. Yeah. And let's go. Yeah. Let, like, let's just do it. Yeah. And well, we could even, we can even refer that back to Angel City with this, um, yeah. with the ownership of being not only the one and only Serena Williams, yes. but like Natalie Portman yeah. and Eva Longoria. Yep. Good point. People that are just like yeah. enough. Yeah. We let's, did talk about that. It's a really good point. Right? Super good point. So it's, it's, you're right. It's that shift and we're, we're in like a, you know, I obviously want it to happen sooner than later. Yeah. Like for us to be able to literally go through however many sports we have and all we've talked about is dollars in the millions. That's pretty, yeah, that's, huge. that's pretty huge because even yeah. the, the purse for LPGA has gone up by $10 million this year. Mm-hmm. So drive on championship in Fort Myers just finished up as well. So we've just gone through major sports and they've all had the word millions a part of it. Which yeah. it's like, okay, and we're increase. Cool, and increase and um, you know, competitive CBA, like all everything is heading in the right direction. Totally. It's just this five like you don't want to say five years because five years seems like a long time, but to, to get through the seasons and to figure yeah. it all out, like the landscape of women's sports in five years is going to look very different. Oh, very different. Yeah. yeah. Very different. Yeah, because got, uh, we got a saying at work with a colleague of mine and it's get there faster. And that's how I feel about this. Yeah, is, totally. I wish, but also you're right. I think we need to, you know, take pause and recognize right path, right path. Right movement, lots of really good things. So um, even with um, drive-on championship ending off with a purse of $1.5 million, um, Fiona Maguire. Yeah. First Irish woman to win a major. Huge. huge. That's huge. And um, we've we've been pretty on top of golf the last yeah. couple of weeks because beginning of the season, this mm-hmm. is the third um, tournament. And then so... You know, Danielle Kang has been on a tear, Lydia Ko. They've all kind of been in that, you know, top 10 spot. Yeah. Brooke Henderson, top 10. Um, obviously, the Cordes sisters. And then this one. Curveball. Curveball. Big curveball. Big curveball. So this is like literally shaking it up yeah. in the LPGA because Leona McGuire, 18 under, crushes this course. Yeah. Made it her own. Yeah. Came into it. and. Uh, and Lexi Thompson, I I love her. I think she's so good. Mm-hmm. Just comes in on a tear. Did you see her chip in? Nope. I'd say 10, 10 feet in the fringe off the green. Okay. Chips it in for eagle. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. I was losing it. I would have across the green. You know, and uh, that's the one thing that, you know, as, as women's sports grows and progresses and that kind of stuff, like, if a if a guy made that, he would have been like doing the fist pump all the way across. There would have been whatever. And yeah. she was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was like, you just made the best Get shot of the jacked, tournament. Girl. Give yeah. me, yeah, give me one of these. Yeah, like a little, a little, a little emotion. Little, because I get it. She's like in the zone. She's trying to catch Maguire. Yeah. She's got to stay dialed in. But I'm like, that was so nice. <laughs> it was so good. So uh, um, yeah, and it was, you know, I thought this was, so I, I was at in a meeting this week with a fella I work with and who's a, a really avid golfer. And I, it was so nice to see this sounds, I just wanted like nice to see a 50 year old guy who 
avidly follows the LPGA. Yeah. Because cool. he was talking about Danielle King. And three years ago, two years ago, I remember watching her thinking, you know, she's the next yeah. whatever. So for anyone who, because I just think there's always that myth that men don't want to watch women's sports. And we see it and hear it way more now than we ever did. Yeah. I could not agree more. It's, and we could go on a huge tear on this, but just the accessibility of the sports. Mm -hmm. Sports are sports at the end yeah. of the day. They are exciting. Yeah. Whether you're a man or a woman, it yeah. is just putting those tired old narratives to rest yeah. and actually just putting it in front of people because yeah. it's like, okay, you can't tell me that the women that are performing at the Olympics right now are not exciting. Like, I, I, right, right. So ski jumping, I'm obviously OCD about following it this year. The winner, Slovakia, yeah. Yeah. she jumped a... 121 meters, 121 meters. Okay. A football so, field. Yeah. A football field is 102. Oh. That's God. how long My that she makes me, was like, in the nervous, air. I feel, I feel like a cannonball shot her out. Like it just <laughs> launches Literally. her. When you, because I was like, okay, that's far. Like that's, yeah. that's far. And it's, and it's 20 meters. guy and land. Perfectly. And you have to stay... Your skis have to be parallel with your chest. It's with the wind in uh, Beijing has been very unpredictable for them as well. Yeah. So you can see their shoulders, like they're trying to, to maintain and keep. No oh my, kidding. it was very cool. But when you put things like that in perspective, yeah, it's like this woman launched her body with oh, skis over meters. top of a football field. <laughs> And landed like this. Like it yeah, almost looks like one foot. Like Oh like, yeah, like they do the one foot thing like, and super chill. It's like you just flew <laughs> over a football field. Like it is pretty amazing when you when you can have references so like that. True. Well Well, and I also thought that it's an interesting um year in a you you made a note in hockey a bit of and just it, the Olympics in general. You can't tell me that it's not. It, it's so interesting now because the NHL hasn't sent players. Isn't that, you know, mm -hmm. you've you've seen. there? It, it's now the forgotten sport. Men's hockey, no one can't cares find it. because they're not, well, because it's not yeah. the NHLers. Yeah. it's And so now it's like, oh, we'll actually, our preference now is to watch the women. Yeah. Well, it's like. Well, I, I know. I know. And could you imagine now. And it, and it sucks because it's like the guys are there and it's a massive deal for them. It's not like Huge. they're like yeah. shitty hockey players because yeah, they're not in the NHL. Yeah, you didn't just <laughs> – we didn't pick them up at the bunk down the road. Yeah, like, we, well, they're incredible athletes. But then in the same token, being a female athlete back in the day, it kind of has this internal feeling to me of like, well, how does it feel? Yeah. Because when – I was at international tournaments and you see all this stuff. You see, you walk by the boys' dressing room and then you go to yours that you had to walk through the storage closet to get to. Mm -hmm. It's like, ooh, there's a part that it's like, it, yep. it's, you know, but the women that are competing at the Olympics right now in ice hockey have earned the right to take oh. that stage. Yeah. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. It's been... I just thought it, I just think it's so interesting. I just think I agree. just because, and I understand the, because there is a part of me too that thinks that the Olympics is supposed to be the best players that your country can field. Mm -hmm. And yeah, ours are in the NHL and so are everybody else's because that is the best league in the world. Yeah. And so, yes, I agree in a way that it is less thrilling mm -hmm. because you instantly know. But, yeah, just now for that to, as soon as the NHL spotlight goes away, then the, there's a bigger spotlight on women because we don't care about watching these, you know, second notch no, male <laughs> team. Like, I what? Know. I know. It's uh, it's absolutely crazy. So, and, yeah. oh my gosh, it, it's... Sorry, it, I side-railed you there. <laughs> no, because I agree. I completely agree with you. It's, um, it's very telling. Yeah. It's very, very telling. Yeah. So, um... Because even continuing on with hockey, specifically, the PHF coming back yep. from their um, 
all-star break, mm-hmm. which seemed to be a huge success. Yeah. Huge success. And uh, all of a sudden, Connecticut on a tear. Yeah, I was telling you, I saw on Twitter, seven in a row. Um, and, well, now we still have, because the, the the six aren't playing till next weekend. Mm-hmm. So there's always that. But, yeah, we've got, it's a very tight race at yeah. the top, and then it falls off. And just to, you know, quickly touch on it here, with at the beginning when we start, first started following, well, not when we first started following, we've been following it the whole time, but, like, at the beginning of the season, the the games played were so different, yeah. and now they've finally evened out, which yeah. is very cool. So the games being between essentially 10 to 13, it's pretty, it's exactly the same. And with Toronto 6 and the Connecticut Whale both, tied at 28 points, working our way down to the Buffalo Buttes with two points. Um, that was, I thought, um, I thought pride, I think pride has a lot more in them. I think we're going to see a lot more out of Boston coming up in the, in the next little bit here. Cause did you I was, see their NHL boys sporting. I they did. Those. They looked great. Every single guy wore a jersey. Yep. That's pretty unreal. That's what we need. That's what we need right there. You know, simple cost you zero bucks. Yep, <laughs> huge. Use your privilege yes. to help others. Absolutely. So that was that was really good. So the only thing I find interesting a little bit is Connecticut is not back into action, other than today, until March fifth. What? March? What's going on? Fifth. It's three weekends. Nothing. Of nothing. And then they play Minnesota, who's currently in fourth position. So it's like, wow. Is this part of the calendar cleanup still? or It must be. It must be part of some COVID, figure it out kind of stuff at the end of it. Because everybody else plays February 12th, uh, February 26th, and then Connecticut will. Mm. March 5th. As a coach, that's a nightmare. I know you said that last time. As a too, coach, with this that's gap a that the six nightmare. Had, right? Coach, that's a nightmare. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting to um, to see how they manage that. Mm-hmm. Um, they are in. Uh, they are playing tonight. Um, the Boston Pride and Connecticut Whale. I'm interested to see this game because I'm. I I don't know if I just had more expectation for Boston this year because I know the level of talent they have on that roster. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you kind of should have just taken the whole thing. Toronto 6 is obviously still stacked. Yeah. But Connecticut is owning it right now. What was yesterday? 3-2 final? Yeah. 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 So 1 o'clock today, um, Connecticut Whale, Boston Pride, Buffalo Buttes, and the Whitecaps. And then we're back into action on the 12th. So, Yeah. Crazy, crazy gap there for Connecticut and see how they're see how they're able to handle it and yeah. go from there. So that league, and that's the whole thing. I mean, COVID hasn't helped. COVID hasn't helped. It it really hindered. So I I but I don't understand the scheduling of three week gaps. I just how, don't get it. No, it you can't be a reschedule. You you'd almost think that they would have to like exhibition games is the first thing that goes to my mind. Who can you yeah. play locally just so you can keep up to? Well, maybe they are. Like, and, I guess. Yeah. We don't, I mean, maybe. We got to call them. <laughs> hey, so uh, what, are you, what are you up to? Hey, uh, and, while, and while, oh, and this is the one point I want to make before this. I'm, so for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, I've got a WNBA hoodie on. I'm talking about it. Brandy and I have talked about yeah. it for so long. Yeah. The... The desire I have to put apparel on <laughs> and support, we've talked about it a lot in this podcast. Yeah. Women supporting women, humans supporting humans. I have tried. I bought this one because mm-hmm. I could swallow the $8 shipping. What I didn't buy was the PHF that was a $60 hoodie with $30 shipping, or even worse, the NWSL hoodie that was $34 and the shipping was $48. Dollars. I know. I I just don't understand. I don't understand why everything has to be so hard. I just want to rock your merch so that when I'm walking through Safeway, someone asks me, what is the PWHPA? Yeah, no, I agree. It needs to be way more accessible. And we have to stop thinking about it. And because apparel 
it's it's kind of that fine line of the exposure and profit. You want to make profit. You of there's course. no question. It is a business. Here's my here's my point. But, I would rather buy a hundred dollar hoodie and spend zero on shipping. No, I, that's, then buy a $35 hoodie and you ask me to pay $50 to ship it. Uh, well, that was my point. Make it accessible for, make it, make it as easy what? as possible without losing your dollars to oh. go there because you cannot tell me I ship things constantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beauty Sports has merch. Yeah. I've been shipping things constantly. Nowhere has it cost me $50 to ship. I just, Nowhere. it's outrageous. So, Get it. It's a business. You got to make money. Yeah. But people have got to be in your shit too. Yeah. People have to be wearing your stuff. I would, I would have sold my soul for an orange to the exact this opposite was, of yeah. what you're wearing. You can rock orange. I have less so. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I, I haven't even seen that one, but I, uh, I would have sold my soul. But once again, it was very hard to find, figure it out, get it. So, and in a day of convenience, that was when we were selling everything with beauties. I was like, nope, this will be there yeah. very quickly. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's it's a part of our brand. We want, yeah. pe- we want people wearing beauty sports. So I just think about, I just think about these, and their merch is nice. Like the hoodie is fire. It's That's so nice. what I mean. We That's... need to start having it more accessible to, yeah. and easier to find. You want to know wear. my last beef with this hoodie? Okay. I kept the tag upstairs. I'll show you before you leave. Okay. Ordered it off the WNBA website. Yeah. WNBA hoodie. Yeah. Comes with an NBA tag. <gasps> no. Yeah. 100%. Comes with an NBA tag. I was so like. what are we doing there? What? Yeah. What are we doing Where's there? the miss here? Yeah. I, is it? I get it. I and, and the affiliation between the two is why the W is, is part yeah. of why the WNBA Agreed. has been super successful. But. It has to be branded yeah. in its own self. I completely uh, agree because the it it essentially has been like a brother sister relationship yeah. between the NBA and the WNBA. Yeah. They've done a very good job of it. Yeah, Even but there both has eggs. but they still have to have their own identity. And right. we we do talk about that a lot. Like yeah, it, is it even even though because I've had somebody talk to me even. About, okay, well, if women want to have a more successful hockey league, it should be Calgary Flames and Calgary Flames women. And I'm like, you can't. There's nowhere in that organization for a new identity. Yeah, exactly. That's why the PHF has actually done a really good job. They're all of the branding of their teams and Mm -hmm. like all of that is super strong. Yeah. But you're right. We can't be... Like you think about if you had an older sister named Daddy, how cool is it to be named Daddy? Yeah, like less cool. Yeah, <laughs> what a great example! Because you're right. I just instantly started to hate my name. Yeah, it is because I'm like cool. I'm the second younger. Yeah, sweet. yeah. yeah no, I agree. annoying. Like, why would anyone even? Okay, yeah. So no. sorry, right. I needed to get it out because I do think in this episode where we talk so much about wanting to just lift yeah. it. Yeah, I. I agree. I completely agree. I'm happy you brought that up because Herx. it's it's um it's a self of identity. To give you my money. Like I want to buy things. I want, I want to give you my money. Yeah. But I don't want to give it to FedEx. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No fair. I just don't. don't. Yeah, I know. I know. I so, also hate that they show it in USD and then don't tell you until it charges your card. We're gonna send this to them because this is a big thing because there are a lot of people that as soon as they get into that phase of actually purchasing mm-hmm. as soon as it becomes inconvenient once yep. twice exit cart it's done i can't they will tell you, not buy it i i can't tell you how many times because i want to do it I, it's the right thing yeah. for us to be in stuff that people will Agreed. ask it's the right move and i've probably a dozen times gone onto these websites and been like, God, should I just bite the bullet and do it? And I did. I ordered a PWHPA hoodie, even though it like burned my soul Yeah. to order a $65 hoodie and pay $30 in shipping. I know. But I, I did know. it because I think that's also part of making the point. But, oh man, I like, know. you're I right. Know. As soon as it was in, and I just like, I was stewing about this stupid $100 freaking hoodie. <laughs> 
It's like, <laughs> I've wasted, I, like, I bought booze for the weekend that I just went on that cost more than I bought this hoodie for. I know. But that's, that. those are the realistic <laughs> like, conversations uh, that we need to have about, because, like, apparel, as much as people are like, oh, it's apparel, it is a part, it's an extension of your identity literally. and your brand of your team. Yep. You should want everybody and their dog wearing- To wear your stuff. To wear your stuff and be proud yeah. to wear your stuff. Like- yep. And we could go back and, like, I've seen people drop $350 on a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. 100%. Not even batting an eye at it. And Probably would pushing a, a grandmother <laughs> out of the way to get <laughs> yeah. to the cash register faster yeah, because they needed to have this Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs jersey yeah. because in their soul, their identity is a part of it. Yes. You cannot have that when you make it so darn hard to— I know. I can. We can walk anywhere downtown— and buy jets anything yep. like that. Yep. Anything. Yeah. And can we do that for any other sport? Not really. Oh, I just wanna so yeah. I hope I I literally hope somewhere, somehow, these organizations see it because I A, I'll wear your stuff, send it over. Yeah. But B, make it easy. I yeah. wanna see it everywhere. Yeah. I want everyone who has watched the WNBA draft or the NWSL expansion draft or any of these who looks up to a Jalen Howell and thinks, is she the next Trinity Rodman who's going to sign a $1.1 million deal? Yeah. To wear the shit. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I know. It's it's such a major part that people completely forget about. Yeah. And it's got to be something. And we've, we've both talked about being dedicated to buying female uh, sports teams, stuff. apparel, yeah. stuff. Support things, it. Wear it. PHF All Star cards. Yeah. Talk about it. Let's buy it. Let's make sure we're a part mm-hmm. of the movement. So we're dedicated to it. But this is this is a conversation that is happening in every single household. You're buying a your daughter a Christmas gift, and the shipping is the same price as the product. Well, yeah, in, uh, you can't. You can't. No. You so can't. great point. Great way to end the show because <laughs> a little aggressive on my part. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hoodie. I'm it's actually just, not that mad. Not, but it's I a am. point. It's I'm a frustrated. Good point. I'm frustrated. Yeah. No, it's a good point. It needs to be brought up because it's all about, and it goes back to the same thing when you were talking about women actually supporting women. Yeah. This is this is part of it. Yeah. This is a whole part of it. So I agree. We're right agree. on track. You betcha, well, Cowie. Final words, my friend. Yeah, no, it's been another fun week, Ads. I do want to give a big birthday shout out to your mom, who's mm-hmm. going to be listening to this on Tuesday. So happy birthday, Penny, for the rest of you. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, you can follow us on social media. Find us on Instagram, TikTok at Beauty Sports Talk, on Twitter at underscore Beauty Sports. And I think that's it. Did I miss anything? The lives. Oh, and our voicemail. Oh, and the voicemail. Yeah, you can find our voicemail at speakpipe.com slash beautysports, and you can join Addie and me at some points in the week Mm -hmm. on IG Live. Thanks a bunch, buddy. Awesome. And we will see you all next week.